Hello and welcome to Unfiltered. Um, so today is not a gym day. Um, and that is because uh, Little Miss Sunshine has a doctor's appointment that I need to take her to today. So I took, um, I'm working half a day. So I'm going to be off the, the whole morning, afternoon. I'll start work five o'clock to finish out, um, you know, the, the, the latter half of my work day. Um, so I just wanted to, uh, give you guys, I guess, some kind of context into my previous, um, podcast episode, episode 36, um, that started off trigger warning because basically it was just raw unedited, um, audio that I happened to take the day I went down to surrogate's apartment. Um, because I received a distressing text from one of the girls. Um, so, uh, that Sunday, um, a whole lot of stuff, um, went on basically. Um, and basically it started from Saturday night. So Saturday night, the 19 year old sent me a text at around 1130 PM, um, to let me know that the 17-year-old Little Miss Sunshine had just come home from a party and that she thinks she's intoxicated. Now, when I looked at that text, I'm like, you, you know, this, this, this literally cannot be for real. So I immediately um, threw something on and went downstairs to see for myself. And when I come into that apartment, I see that this girl is shit face wasted. When I'm telling you she would not have been able to pass a sobriety test, she would not have been able to pass a sobriety test. Um, She couldn't stand straight up. She was standing. But, you know, when you're that intoxicated, you're holding on to the wall. And me talking to her basically told her, let go of the wall. Take your foot off the wall. I want you to stand. I don't care that you're swaying from side to side, that the room is spinning around and around and those fucking fake eyelashes on your eyes are probably feeling heavy as fuck. I want you to stand there. I want you to listen to what I have to say. But in her drunken stupor, um, she kept proceeding to tell me that I knew she went to said party, which I did not. Um, Friday, I let her go on a school trip. That went well. She came back, got picked her up on the ride back home. We talked about the trip. That was the only conversation we had. I let her out of my car in front of the building instead of driving around to the parking lot and have her walk from the parking lot, you know, back to our building since I knew she was tired when I picked her up. She got out of the car. She said goodnight. I said goodnight. And that was the end of story. And then here comes 1130 Saturday night and she proceeds to continue to tell me that I knew she went to the party because she told me she was going to the set party. Now, at that time, I didn't register the part about she told me, um, you know, because for me, no minor child is going to tell me actually not even an adult. You're not going to tell me anything. You can ask, 
but you're not going to tell me. Telling me is not going to have me do what you want me to do. So again, I didn't pay attention to the part where she kept saying she told me. Um, so, okay. Saturday said what I had to say, talk the 19 year old off the fence because she's been out of sorts for days and she didn't want to have to deal with that. I told her you don't have to because she just face planted in her bed. She's knocked out. She's not going to wake up until the next morning. Sunday morning comes. I don't text them. Um, I don't call to wake them up when I woke up. I figured, no, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to let them sleep. I'll give them a decent, I'll give them a decent hour of the morning and then I'll call to see if they're awake. And that's what I did. And proceeded to let them know I am going to come downstairs. I go downstairs. Little Miss Sunshine is in the kitchen getting something to drink. And she comes out and I say, okay, so what was up with Saturday? And again, she proceeded to say, I knew about her going to this party. I said, no, I did not. We did not have a conversation about a party. And she again says to me, I told you I was going to a party. There we go with that told word again. I told you. I said to her, I said to her, I said, I asked her what she had to drink because all she said on Saturday was she had Coke. So I asked her, what, what liquor did you have? I don't know. You don't know what liquor you had? No. They poured it and mixed it in with Coke. I don't know what it was. Hmm. Okay. You have no idea what the fuck you were drinking. All right. I said, how many people were at this party? Oh, about 15. And what were the ages of said people? Um, 15, 16, 17. Oh, so you were all minors. What adults were at this party? Were they the parents? Yes. Mom and dad? Yes. So mom and dad was serving alcohol to minor children at said party. Now, I didn't check the laws in New Jersey to see if this was legal. All the while I was talking to her, I was saying it was illegal for adults to be serving minors alcohol. Um, But apparently in New Jersey, it's okay because I did find um, something that did say that in your private home, as long as you're over 21 years old, you can serve minors alcohol. Hmm. Okay. I don't know why that's okay, because those said minors have to leave your house. But all right. So. This is where the whole thing took a turn. And then I'm going to lead up into episode 36. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine ended up saying to me, basically almost kind of sort of screaming at me, yelling at me. Her voice went up that I'm going to keep her captive in my apartment, that I am not going to allow her to do anything. I'm going to be up there and I'm not going to, you're not going to let me do anything. I was like, excuse me. And all the conversations I have had with this child, this whole process of me getting custody for her, me filling out custody papers, me waiting for a court date. I have stressed to her. 
I wanted her and her sister to both have the childhood they've never had. Meaning, you can get to do the things that you didn't get to do. You can get to make friends. You can get to go and hang out with friends um, within limits. Because these 9 p.m. Um, evening parties at somebody's house that I don't even know who they are. That's a no. That's literally a no for me. Um, you're 17. You're still a minor. Now, when you become that legal adult, you can do what the fuck you want. But if you're under my roof, no, that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. This is big old bad world out here and people don't give a fuck. And then you're taking an Uber from said party and you're coming home. I mean, luckily, a friend was in the Uber with her and bought her home per the 19 year old. But what if she would have gotten into an Uber drunk by herself? She might not have made it home. Oh, I let her know that part, too. Yeah. You know, girls your age, women my age get drunk, end up in Ubers or Lyfts and then never to be seen again. So you're going to put yourself into that that situation. I mean, those grown ass adults in that house didn't even think about that either. But all right. So she basically said to me that her coming from downstairs to my apartment upstairs, that she's going to be living the same life. And that's when I lost it and basically told her, I am not your mother. I'm nowhere near your mother. None of what happened in that household is going to happen up in mines, but that's where she projected. Um, and then I was done. I was literally done. My feelings were hurt. Yes. I cried about it. Yes. Um, but it was still stuck in my head. So Sunday afternoon, I do, I go to the gym. I do go to the supermarket, do my normal stuff pulled in front of the apartment so that I can take my groceries out. And I receive a text from the 19 year old telling me the ratchets were there and they were yelling at her. Now I have not inserted myself in, in that space with them in it because number one, I already know they feel a certain type of way about me. Um, so Anytime they were at the apartment, supposedly cleaning it out of whatever mom had, furniture, you know, paperwork, yada, yada, yada. I would not insert myself. Stayed up in my apartment, minding my motherfucking business. Do whatever it is y'all want to do down there. I don't give a fuck. Just clean the bitch out and then go about your business. So after getting that text from the 19 year old, took my groceries upstairs and said to myself, I'm going to go downstairs and just check and make sure they're okay. Because again, the 19 year old has been mentally out of her motherfucking mind, literally, literally. So I had to make sure that she and her sister were okay. That was my intention. And, and you can hear that when I knocked on that door and they opened that door, I didn't raise my voice. I had a normal voice and I basically just went down there to check to see if they were okay. And that's what I said. 
And then I was met with all of this aggression from both sisters. And when that one basically, you know, um, yelled at them and told them, well, do y'all want to go upstairs? And I said to her, what is all the attitude about is when she came to attack me. Now, she stopped short of her face in my face. Now, her body touched my body, but she did not. That's because she ran up to me and I didn't move. I didn't back up. I didn't run away. I was still standing in the same spot. So when she ran through that door and came at me, we hit body to body. But then she felt the need that she wanted to fight me. And I'm like, for what? And it took and then she, her and her sister both screaming about I'm disrespecting them. I've been disrespecting them since day one. I don't even talk to them. She's screaming how I wouldn't talk to her. She tried calling me to talk. No, I'm not having a conversation with you. There's nothing we have to talk about. There's nothing. This family has been has been contacting me, has been fishing for information that they think I may know. They've been fishing to see if I have anything up in my apartment that's of value that they want to get their hands on, which I don't. I am not fielding any conversation with any of them. So anytime somebody calls me, the number gets blocked. I'm not speaking to you. I don't have to. And this is what this whole thing of her wanting to fight me, the other one pulling her away. And, and I'm like, I'm like in disbelief at this point. Like literally, you want to fight me over me not talking to you, over disrespect? What disrespect? When I'm not even talking to you, how can I be disrespectful to somebody I'm not speaking to? Over me coming down, making sure that the girls are okay, because every time you come into the apartment, you're screaming at the weakest link, which is the 19 year old. No, I'm not doing that. This is not happening. So Sunday for me was a very bad day. I had the morning to, to, to with the stuff on my brain from the 17 year old, basically saying I'm just like her mother. And then I have the biologicals coming at me, ready to fight me over some bullshit. There's so much one person can take, and I've been taking a lot since Sarah died. Way too much. Just way too much stuff. I've been unleashing a whole lot of information to my sounding boards. And it's a lot. I know these girls are holding on to a whole lot of trauma. You know, they would probably, if they saw somebody, they would probably be diagnosed with PTSD. That's what the caseworker feels, that they both have PTSD. But I'm not going to have a 17-year-old come into my household thinking she's going to run me. She's going to run my household. 
she's going to disrespect me. Now, now don't get it twisted. I love that girl with all my heart. But if, if, if she feels that I'm going to treat her the way her mother treated her, she does not need to be here. And I told her that. She knows she has nowhere else to go. But guess what? I'm not your charity case. You're not going to pick me thinking I'm the lesser of two evils. No, Mm -mm. that's not how that's going to work. You either want to be up here with me because you know I'm going to give you a better life. Or you're going to have to figure out where you can go. Here and again is where, you know, these people don't know me. Here is where I did speak to my sister and my sister was like, but you know, it's really not her talking. It's really all of the trauma that she has going on. And I understand that. I do. I really, really do. But I'm not going to be anybody's punching bag. You're not going to use me to unleash all of that trauma. No, I'm not, I, I'm not. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it, especially if it's going to upset my household. This place is not big. I live in a two bedroom apartment. That I'm trying to put both kids in because the 19 year old needs some place to stay until she goes back to school in September. So there's going to be four of us up here, me, my son and the two girls. I can't have my household disrupted. I can't be walking on eggshells. I can't have some kid thinking she's going to run my house. I can't have this 17 year old thinking she's going to be able to live under my roof and do what the fuck she wants. No, that's not it. There's rules out here. Yes, there's a whole lot of people that don't follow rules. We see it. We hear it on a daily motherfucking basis. But that's not me. I wasn't raised like that. And guess what? I don't plan on really raising this child like that. No, she's not my child, but she will be in my care. I will have legal custody of her. So that's the story behind the audio in episode 36. If you haven't listened to it, please go back to that episode and listen from beginning to end. There's no introduction. I don't enter. I just uploaded exactly what I recorded. And I recorded it because something told me this is probably going to go totally left. And it did. It totally did. The caseworker, and I'm going to end on this note. The caseworker, I contacted her um, yesterday to give her the latest um, on the tension between me and Little Miss Sunshine. And basically that, you know, she may have to rethink where she wants to go. I also stated that I'm not the one throwing her away. She's doing it to herself. If that happens, that's her choice, not mine. Um, the therapist, I mean, not therapist, I'm sorry. The caseworker 
Um, like I said, she was a godsend. She is, she is so freaking good. And, um, she's, she's, she's going to see what she can do. She said, you know, maybe I need to have a talk with both of you, um, or however you want me to handle this, or, you know, just talk to, you know, the kid, you know, one-on-one. I suggested she talk to Little Miss Sunshine one-on-one um, before she, um, you know, brings me into any conversations. Have a talk with her. Feel her out. That's your job. You know all the trauma. You work in child services. So you know the kids that come through there that are abused, um, uh, thrown away. You know, they know how to deal with them. They know the signs. They can talk and they can feel them out, whether they're telling the truth, whether they're just saying stuff because, you know, that's what somebody wants to hear. They can feel out that information. So um, I told her, just let me know when you're going to have that talk with her and then when you're going to sit her and me down with you to have a conversation. Um, Because she knows, just like I know, that child has nowhere else to go. I'm her only support system, have been her support system for a very long time. And she doesn't want that to to go away. I don't want it to go away either. But if I have to let her go, I will let her go. On that note, I got to get ready because, again, she has a she has a 10:45 a.m. doctor's appointment I need to get her to um that I was going to cancel my pettiness in my head was like you know steady screaming you know fuck that shit cancel that goddamn appointment but <laughs> the caring person in me was like nope don't do it keep her appointments that you have scheduled for her take her to her appointments i really don't have to have an interaction um, I'm pretty sure this is going to be a quiet car ride um, to the doctor's office and back. Unless she initiates a conversation, I'm not going to initiate one. Um, that's how that's going to go right now. And um, yeah. Y'all have a good, what is it, Wednesday? Happy hump day. And um, you know the drill. I'll catch you when I catch you. Okay. Bye.